0: ladies and gentlemen dreamers and doers seekers of purpose and fulfillment welcome to passion on purpose the podcast that sets your soul on fire and ignites the spark within you i'm your host Steph hilfer and i'm beyond thrilled you're here passion on purpose features leaders experts and sometimes me on center stage we put the spotlight on visionaries entrepreneurs leaders experts and everyday heroes to share their journey of self-discovery, enthusiasm and unwavering determination. We'll explore how they use their passion and purpose to fuel their brand. Alongside our leaders, we'll provide practical tips, actionable advice and wisdom from our experts across various fields. So if you're ready to unleash your inner fire, shake off the doubts and insecurities, and pursue a life of purpose with unbridled enthusiasm. Then let's dive in. All right, guys, we are back with another episode of the Passion on Purpose podcast, and today is a solo show. That means I am on center stage. So um, I'm really excited to talk about today's episode. I have a, as always, I have a kind of rough agenda that we're going to riff off of. But um, I was really fired up, and I posted about this a couple weeks ago, and. It was. I, I felt like it was important to bring to the show in more depth, and so the post I shared was why I declined a high-paying client. Now I want to kind of just share, you know, in in business in general, um, especially as a solopreneur. And, and I'm not really a solopreneur. I have an amazing team, but I guess I still feel that way sometimes. But as a small business owner, as uh, middle-sized business owner as an individual business you know as a solo entrepreneur if that is you it is really challenging to potentially turn down a sale Um, and so why i mentioned that it's uh, it was easy if you read the caption for this live video um, i didn't actually share this in my post but when i declined this high paying client i remember feeling like that was a really easy decision and so i think there's a lot of power in recognizing when things come easy versus when things come hard. And the reason that that's important and why it was easy for me is what we're talking about today. So the high paying client that I declined, and I'm I'm gonna get to the topic today, which is heart-centric branding. And I'm so excited to dive into not only what that means, but I have a new fun thing happening and you guys are the first to hear it. If you are listening live on the show, you are the first people that I've told this to. And if you are watching, um, or if you are listening to the podcast, then you are likely the second people to are to have heard it. So um, we're gonna get there. But when I had this individual come to me, um, and this individual that I declined, um, this high paying individual, first off, he was pres- he was referred to me, and so that's that's an interesting factoid in this story. But he was referred to me so by someone close to me, and someone who knows me, someone who knows my heart, someone who knows my brand. Um, But I also know that that individual wants to see me succeed and wants to see me successful as well. And so this individual was brought to me, was referred to me, and was pitched to me as this very knowledgeable, wealthy businessman who has several, uh, lots of different business ventures and would be, you know, great if I could support him, absolutely great. And so when i met with this individual and we had our initial conversation what i shared in the post was he had kind of said you know all we need to do is make it sexy make it look high-end and it'll fly off the shelves essentially what i call putting lipstick on a pig now his his particular product might be great might be quality might not be a crappy product but The intention of starting a branding conversation with me, who does art-centric branding, with this idea that we can generalize our tactic and our approach to marketing said product by simply making it sexy and look high-end, implying that it may or may not be high-end, and then it will fly off the shelves, to me it was a huge miss. Um, and so it was very easy to see that there was some pretty clear disalignment or misalignment, or however we wanna say that, with what I value and what's important to me, and then even better yet, what's important to consumers now today. So, what is heart-centric branding? and Why are we talking about it? So first of all, I wanted to share a really amazing quote by Manoush Shafiq, it's hard hard for me to say this name, so <laughs> the more I can say it, the better. And I looked. By the way, I looked up just earlier today because I knew I was going to bring this on. I've shared this quote numerous times, and I actually thought it was um, first dated a lot, a lot longer ago. So I first found it being mentioned in 2017. So it's actually a newer, a little bit newer of a quote than I had thought. And the timing of the quote um, in its first release matters. So let me share the quote with you. In the past, jobs were about jobs were about muscles. Now they're about brains, but in the future, they'll be about heart. So what I like to dissect when it comes to this quote and why we're talking about it around heart-centric branding is in the past jobs were about muscles. And so if you think back to a century ago, um, how are we as a society surviving? How are we making income? How are we, you know, building? And that was very physical. So it was very mus muscle driven, right? So our laborers, our railroad railroad um, builders, our carpenters, our people who are helping physically and muscularly, you know, our hunters, people who are going out there and utilizing their muscles, is truly what gave jobs, what fueled the job industry, right? And then now right so this quote once again was said in 2017 it is now 2023 as of this recording now we're in the now jobs are about brains so what are we doing we are doing so much around ideation strategy technology um we are you know in the world where ai is it's not necessarily new but it's more present than ever Um, we are utilizing our brains to to maximize how can we reduce our labor right so everyone who's gone through a fast food drive-through or walked into a fast food um, restaurant anytime recently you have seen that everything has gone digital everything is going tech they are reducing the amount of need for labor because now that's the past and now we are utilizing technology our brain processes structure that you're on a kiosk and you are ordering yourself but then what Manoush says is that in the future, jobs will be about heart. So I truly believe that we are definitely in the day of the future, and we are definitely in the moment of jobs are about heart. And it's not just jobs, but it's business and it's brands. And so when I have clients come to me and they're like, well, why do I need branding? Isn't a logo enough? I already have a brand. My cousin made me a logo when they were in graphic design school or whatever. This is where that heart-centric conversation comes up because branding is not just about what you see. It's about what you fuel through what people see, what people experience, what people feel, what people purchase. It is about genuinely having a heart, so I, I literally like to think that a brand cannot a successful brand, a brand that stands the test of time in today, in the minutious future, cannot stand the test of time unless it is heart-centric, meaning that it is centered around either an individual or a small group, and I say small, I'm not gonna, you know, say that there's not corporations that are functioning with large leadership teams that aren't heart-centric, But we need to have something, we need to have an individual or a set of individuals where we are centering our, the vision, the mission, and the brand around that heart or set of hearts. And so when we look up, uh, because you know as always, I'm always looking up, uh, I don't think I can jump over, I didn't didn't copy paste it. But if you look up heart-centric and define that, one, first of all, heart-centric does not come up as defined, at least not on today's Google search maybe after I coin it more and more, well, let's go for that. But heart-centered does. And so heart-centered is simply meaning that everything is around and centered around somebody's belief, somebody's values, what one person uh, values, loves, believes in, right? That's what heart-centered is. And so heart-centric is that same idea that your brand is centered around your beliefs and your values. And so, um, going back to this high paying client you know it was clear to me not only in that initial in- introduction into what his needs were for a brand but it was also clear in his approach to to business and again i'm not saying this individual is not a successful business person but they are not a heart-centric brand or they weren't work weren't seeking to work with somebody to build a heart-centric brand and um, the other thing that was said to me was I don't create businesses for them to be successful, I create businesses for them to profit and then I sell them. And so that's just a really great example of how not heart-centric that is and it's also such a not, to, to credit Minouche again, it is not future forward thinking of what our consumers need. I say this often um, in this, this episode, I, I always want them to be short and then I get to talking and no one's here cutting me off. So um, we have this, um, I say oftentimes that as a consumer, um, we used to think 50, 60, 70, 80 years ago, where would we go to consume our products, to buy our groceries, to to get our prescriptions, to go to the doctor, to buy our shoes, right? Where would we go? Well, we would go to the local grocery store. We would go to the corner drug store we would go to the local mall or the strip, the you know the local main street shoe store, because by geographics that's what we had at our disposal. That was what was readily available. We were limited on what and where we could purchase things based on what we had access to. But now, in 2023, <laughs> for those of you who are alive and watching with me, I got my phone in my hand. So for us 2023 at the touch of a button and something that is at our fingertips at all moments of the day we can shop and purchase our shoes our drugs our groceries anything services products we can purchase anything at the touch of a button we no longer have the limitations of our local drugstore being the only option and so therefore why that matters is that if we as consumers now have the endless opportunity of where we can purchase things, we need to tap into that consumer on a deeper different level than simple geographics or simple, my friends said they were great, or simple referrals, right? Um, not that referrals are not a huge element of heart-centric branding, absolutely, yes, but it's deeper than that. And that is where your heart-centric brand comes in. That is where you attract or detract, repel, attract, repel, that kind of language. That is where you attract like-minded individuals beyond just what's on your, what's what you are selling, right? You attract them on the heart of the matter of why you exist. And I wanted to give an example, Patagonia. So if you are, if you know me personally, or if you're in my world locally, geographically, um, you know, you likely know of the Patagonia brand If you are US-based, you very much well know, should know the Patagonia brand. They are um, absolutely here in the PNW. You you can't go on a hike um, unless there's zero cars in the parking lot. You cannot go on a hike and not see someone repping the Patagonia brand. I see a couple people have popped in. Please say hi in the comments because I can't see who's here, but I can see that people are here. Um, And so if you're listening to the podcast and you're curious about... The solo episodes and how i record them and that you can actually show up for them I'm kind of deviating here for a second remember i do these solo episodes live in the facebook group a couple reasons one i love human energy and so when i have people watching i love that uh, when i have comments coming in um i love i love that i love the camaraderie i love the cheering i love the questions and so if you're tuning in live and you're here say hi if you're listening later on the podcast and you want to get in on the fun um you know how to get a hold of me let me know um it's vim and vigor on facebook so you can get in there and you can you can catch these solo episodes and, and join in all the fun okay so switching back into gears um so patagonia so patagonia has uh well one they're celebrating their 50th year and so it's like it is this is a great example because it's a very stand the test of time kind of brand and if you were to go to their website today uh the very first thing you would see is a very connected a very connected image of two individuals having fun um, and they're touching on the fact that it's freezing out and if it's freezing out what's going to protect you from the freezing um, and then if you scroll even just two little swipes down the moment you get to the next thing you get to is an incredibly even deeper heart-centric mention of how we need to help a I think it was Alaska can I jump over I don't even know no nope, I can't I think it will I think it's I don't know Alaska needs you. Let's see if I jump back over. Did I lose you all? Did I mess up this recording? I don't think so. Alaska needs you. So if you go to Patagonia, Alaska needs you is like the second thing that you see on their site. Patagonia is a brand that is very, their values are around environmental environmental friendliness. I, that might not be the exact words that they use, but everything that they do is around the idea of, protecting the environment in some way, whether it's down to how they source their products, whether it's down to the, hu- the um, labor and the human acts that they, um, how they hire people, whether it's nationally, worldwide, um, even down to, so this was such a fascinating campaign, and it was one of the earlier ones that I'd seen done, at least for myself, but back in 2011, uh, Patagonia actually put out a campaign called Don't Buy This Jacket and it was a simple graphic of just a Patagonia jacket and with a big title headline that said don't buy this jacket and the intention behind the campaign was simply to reinforce their values they wanted to actually slow consumers consumption um, over or really slow over consumption of consumers who are over buying in in excess when there are other opportunities where you know people have no jackets yet some people especially in this brand that is a higher-end brand and has created such a cult following that there are people who have you know dozens and so on top of it being a really great campaign because it's shocking and it captured our attention it reinforced their heart-centric brand in the sense that they wanted to stand for more than just buy our products because our products are great but even reconsider your consumption and where and whether or not you need this where you're where you're um, turning in your used goods you know how are you recycling your fabrics are you turning them into a reputable source that's gonna get it back into the community into a way that's being used properly so anyone who knows the Patagonia brand likely recognizes that you also are going to run into what was the example I used earlier on a hike Right. So the Patagonia brand has also done a phenomenal job of attracting like minds by showing up in places that are in alignment with their consumers. So if you are, you know, at a the furry five K in Pacific Northwest, you might see a Patagonia sponsorship. If it's a, you know, a three day hike, overnight camping hike, you know, you might see them there. Um, you, um, it's not. I'm not saying that they would never show up, but you might not see them on a San Diego um, beach triathlon, right? I'm not saying that they couldn't, but they're going to be more in alignment with their consumer and their what they believe and stand for. For some of the other examples I gave, and so um, I just wanted to share that because I think it's a really known brand and it's a great example of how you can stand beyond. So we didn't even talk about what they do. They sell jackets, right? I mean, I know I mentioned it enough. You guys probably got that if you're not familiar with the brand. But what Patagonia has done is taken apparel, jackets, winter weather, hoodies, beanies, all of the fun things. They've taken a product that they sell, and instead of it simply being we make great coats, we sell warm beanies, we sell wool socks, it's we stand for something greater. We connect with those who believe what we believe. We will we will rally around the causes that are happening in the world where we can make a difference and the people who purchase from us and who are within our loyal brand following will support those causes as well. So I think you guys get the point. I don't think I need to drill in on that anymore. Um, I teased, oh, okay, so I did have one question. So again, if you are, Um, not here live with me which by the way I see even more people have popped in but no comments so I hope I'm almost gonna go on my phone and see if I can see the comments Um, I'm not seeing any comments so if you're here please say hi I would love to see see you all and know who's here so that I can um, so that I can say hi okay I'm just now I'm now I'm distracting myself by going oh I see Natalia is here okay yeah it's not showing me here but if I go here hi Kim Natalia yay you guys are awesome okay perfect let me make sure that this isn't on we don't get any feedback there we go now I can see your guys' comments sorry about that thank you for being here okay so since y'all here um what I wanted to share on this topic of heart-centric branding is something I'm super excited about and oh Laurel's here too hi Laurel okay I'm so excited and I'm going to just be honest this is a little outside of my comfort zone because one of my core values is excellence therefore um, oftentimes I get frozen (laughs) I allow myself to freeze in the sense of this doesn't feel like perfect and excellent enough for me to roll something out and so I am working on um, as always I'm working on progress over perfection but this concept hi Stephanie I see you're here too um, I'm working on this concept of progress versus perfection and not letting myself get frozen by excellence. Um, and so I am launching the kickstart your heart centric brand and I'm so happy that Stephanie just popped in because I got inspired um, a few weeks back. I went to a Motley Crue cover band with Stephanie and some other, that's my sister-in-law by the way, um, and a, a grouping of our friends and we saw the Dr. Crew Motley Crue cover brand and kickstart my heart is one of their songs. And so I had this ruminating in my head. I had this song in my head at kickstart my heart. And all of a sudden kickstart your heart centric brand just came to my brain. And um, so we are going to be relaunching the masterclass. And in order to do that, we're actually gonna do, hey Amy, I see you're here too. We are going to do a um, live training course where we break down the self discovery masterclass and it's actually gonna be in the Kickstart Your Heart-Centric Brand program, all around kickstarting your heart-centric brand just in time for the new year to begin so that you can take advantage of what I share, what you guys hear from me today, what you guys hear from me anytime that you're hearing from me. How can you take advantage of learning some of the lessons that I'm teaching my one-to-one clients, go through that journey with me it's gonna be a pairing of individual work that you will do and then you'll have access to me to answer questions in a group format. And then at the end of it, you will have walked through the masterclass in a, in a much more deeply connected to me sense than any other program that I have right now, except for my, my one-to-one direct you know, clients. And so we are going to be launching the Kickstart Your Heart Centric Brand program very soon like I know it's it's November 1st as of today's recording I know this will go live a little bit later in the month so if you are hearing this check um all of the vim things that you can find Instagram our website you will we'll will have the details on when it officially launches and so you can get involved in that but the goal is that by the time 2024 rolls around you all will have a deeper understanding of what your heart-centric brand is and you will have the kickstart you need to take 24 by storm so please join me for that. Please get me excited. Please get excited with me. Um, Join me on that is going to be the absolute lowest price that we'll ever run the program for. It's the first time we're running the program. So we're gonna be building it as we go. Um, So that also means I'll be able to answer live questions, your unique questions, your unique examples. Um, And and with that in mind, it will be at that lowest introduction price that we've ever done it at. So um, keep that in mind and yeah, I hope this was helpful. I hope you were thinking about your own brand in a heart-centric way. And um, thanks for being on live. I don't see any other questions. I just see a lot of amazing, yay, happy. Oh, Natalie, oh, Natalia's here. Oh, Natalia, Amy, jumping jacks, love it. You guys are amazing. Thank you for being here. And um, yeah, until next time. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Passion On Purpose podcast. I truly hope you got a lot of value out of this episode. So if you did, please rate, review, and share. If you are interested in being a guest on the show, whether a leader or an expert, please go to getvim.com forward slash podcast and you will find our application page or reach out to me directly and I can give you more information.